following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome into Reaction Monday on Main Street Sports today. Well, Get our thoughts on the weekend's biggest moments in sports. There are a lot of them. Also, we'll visit with Charles Pulliam of the Williamson Herald. Got girls flag football that debuted yesterday. Also, we'll have the athletics Joe Rex Road. That's, again, from the website and sports information uh, guru there. Also, we will have uh, the rundown plus as we do on Mondays, our quick takes, and, and plenty of those as well. All that straight ahead, Reaction Monday, Main Street Sports today on this Monday, March the 28th, 2022. Now to the Hall of Famer, Mo Patton. Here's the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yao. Welcome in. It is Monday and we are going to get right into it. Let's jump in because we have so much to get to in this show, but we have the longest rundown in the history of rundowns, at least since last Monday anyway. So we got to get into it. We've got results from high school sports and college sports and pro sports from across the state. And today's schedule will tell you how you can watch games. uh, You can... Go to a game, even tell you what time they are today. So lots going on. So let's go ahead and get into it. Today's Rundown. This is the Rundown. Let's do it. The Monday Rundown is brought to you by Zion Christian Academy, providing a Christ-centered college prep education at an affordable cost. Call 931-388-5731 or visit zioneagles.org schedule an appointment for a tour today all right uh, let's get into it uh, as chris mentioned a very busy rundown high school baseball over the weekend northwest over oakdale it was knox west downing northwest clay county defeated westmoreland east robertson winners over cumberland county riverdale fell to bob jones from alabama img academy 5-4 over riverdale spring hill fell to blackman stewart's creek over dca 8-7 Beach Big over Smith County, 15-2. Kolioka shut out by Eagle Bowl. It was Fairview, 15-1 over Mount Pleasant. Giles County down to Lawrence County, 8-5. West Creek over Hillwood. Lebanon fell to Stewart's Creek. Loretto uh, lost by a single run to Florence from Alabama. St. Rita, Illinois shut out Station Camp. Sycamore, big fallers. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Portland won big. We'll put it that way, 17-2. Wilson Central over Gallatin, 8-7. It was Brentwood doubling up Ravenwood. Page over Centennial. Columbia Central over Laverne. Clarksville falling to Independence, uh, but then shutting out Siegel. It was Dixon County falling to the Knights, 10-0. Collierville over Creekwood, shutting them out, 10-0. Prep, uh, Pope Prep, 5-4 over Dyer County, CAK. 6-1 over Northeast. It was Columbia Academy, 8-3 over Waverly. Ezel Harding, 20-2 over Lighthouse Christian. Those were Friday scores. Looking at Saturday, Sevier County over East Robertson. Maryville down Northeast. Seymour also defeated Northeast in a high-scoring action, 17-13. Greenbrier over Watertown, 6-5. East Robertson falls to Ohatchee from Alabama. Oakland over Centennial. Brother Rice from Illinois defeated Riverdale. Uh, 
Monteverde over Riverdale as well. It was Smyrna falling to Nolensville. Summertown defeated Smyrna 8-1. to Stewart's Creek over St. Rita from Illinois. Upperman down Mount Juliet. Fairview fell to the Knights. It was Greenbrier 14-1 over Gallatin. Mount Juliet by a run over Upperman. Mount Juliet falls to Beach 12-1. Wilson Central uh, over Station Camp. Blackman defeated Columbia Central. Independence down Rockvale. Summit over Siegel. Gibbs defeated Northwest. Dyer County over Dixon County, Rossview over Laverne, and Rossview also over Siegel. Other Saturday scores, Christian Brothers 16-5 over Greenbrier. Lipscomb Academy 4-2 over Innsworth. Henry County defeated Pope Prep. CPA shut out BGA. It was Clarksville Academy falling to the Knights. Clarksville Academy did defeat Fairview. Columbia Academy down Hillwood and DCA over DeKalb County. High school softball from Friday. Dixon County winners over DeKalb County. Seward Creek over DeKalb. Green Hill over to Cab as well. Marshall County defeated Page. Spring Hill fell to Tullahoma. Upperman over Portland. Kolioka defeated Fairview. Kolioka also fell to um, Waterloo from Alabama. It was Green Hill over Stewart's Creek. Loretto Big over Collinwood. Summertown to, with a pair of wins over Bloomington, Illinois, and Florence, Alabama. Uh, they did fall to Castle from Indiana, 5-1. to one. Wilson Central over Watertown. Columbia Central defeated Laverne. Clarksville Academy over Montgomery Central. Uh, Clarksville, uh, rather that was Clarksville over Montgomery Central. They also defeated Stewart County and Columbia Academy 1-0 over Waverly. On Saturday, Columbia Central 4-2 over Zion Christian. Blackman fell to South Elgin from Illinois. Blackman did defeat Science Hill. Mankin County over East Nashville. It was Riverdale 11-7 over Floyd Central from Indiana. Rockvale with a pair of wins over Rogers from Alabama. Butler from Kentucky. Siegel did defeat Rogers from Alabama. It was uh, Siegel also winning over White County, Kolioka over Perry County. Nashville Christian defeated Kolioka. Dixon County falls to Green Hill. Springfield over Green Hill, 4-1. Nolansville down Summertown, 8-7. Science Hill also defeated Summertown, 8-6. And Summertown fell to Smyrna as well, 12-5. Lexington shutting out Rockville, CPA over Ravenwood. And Clarksville with four wins over Cheatham County, Westview, Covington, and East Robertson. On Sunday, Mount Juliet over Henry County, Nolensville over Henry County. And then today, earlier already, Columbia Academy 2, Hartsville from Alabama 1. On the pitch, Friday, boys soccer, Dobbins Bennett shutting out Page, uh, South Dole the same to Beach, Laverne also shutting out Cookville, Wilson Central 2-1 over Merrill High, Watertown 7-2 over Westmoreland, Gallatin, 2-1 winners over White House Heritage. Giles County defeated Loretto 5-3. Murfreesboro Central 2-1 over Woodmont from South Carolina. Boyd Buchanan defeated CPA. BGA down Nashville Christian on Saturday. Chucky Doke 4-2 over East Robertson. Gallatin 2-1 over White House. Pope Prep 4-1 over Murfreesboro Central. Or they won. Uh, is that a one? A zero. It doesn't matter. Pope Prep won. Boyd Buchanan 4-1 over Innsworth. Murfreesboro Central 4-1 over Greenville. That was a Sunday score. NCAA Women's Tournament. Louisville, the one seed down Tennessee, ended their season. And the career for Mickey Deerstone, who you heard here on Friday's show. Uh, South Carolina uh, in college baseball defeated Vanderbilt two games to one in that series. Tennessee swept the number one ranked Ole Miss Rebels in Oxford sure we'll talk about that mtsu took two out of three down at uab central arkansas took two three versus lipscomb austin p two out of three over belmont Rebecca three out of four over hillsdale and jackson state 
uh, in JUCO took two out of three over Columbia State. College softball, Tennessee uh, took two out of three over Florida. Marshall swept the Blue Raiders of MTSU. Lipscomb took two out of three over Florida Gulf Coast University. Belmont uh, swept Southern Illinois University uh, in Evanston. It was Tennessee State uh, taking two out of three over Eastern Illinois. And in Division Two, Trevecca um, tied Malone and also tied Walsh. Both of those one-one scores. Is that no, correct? No, it was they they split one two game, game sorry. series. Yes, yeah, double headers. Continue what I've been doing, and these are not scores; these are games won yes. in a series. They split those double headers. Trebekah with Malone and Walsh. Thank you very much, Juco uh, softball. It was uh, Jackson State and Columbia State splitting a four-game set. NBA Grizzlies over the Bucks. That's a big win, one twenty-seven, one hundred two, and the Preds down the Flyers five to four. No six goals in that one, but a win nonetheless. On the slate today, high school baseball. At uh, 3 o'clock, coming up, we got Northeast at Clarksville, 4.30. Any at Smyrna at 5. Joe Burns hosts Greenbrier. These games are 5.30 first pitch. Perry County at Zion Christian. Cannon County versus Westmoreland. Hampshire at Richland. Springville hosting Rossview. DCA at Ezel Harding. At the stroke of six bells tonight, Lawrence County at Lincoln County. McGavick hosting Hillwood. Collinwood over Santa Fe. At Santa Fe, rather. Kolioka at Wayne County. And Clarksville Academy hosting Good Pasture. And at half past six tonight, Spring Hill at Page. Stewart's Creek Coast, Laverne White House Heritage at Fairview. Mount Pleasant is at Giles County at Sam Davis Park tonight. Lewis County at Loretto. Columbia Central at Nolensville. And Ravenwood host Blackman. On the dirt, softball. Five o'clock, uh, first pitch, Riverside Christian at Zion Christian. Macon County versus Friendship Christian, Westmoreland and Green Hill. Fairview and Waverly East Harding at Davidson Academy. 5.30 tonight, Stewart's Creek at Antioch, Summertown at Forest. Joe Burns hosts Logan County from Kentucky, and Mount Juliet welcomes Dixon County. At 6 tonight, Smyrna's at Laverne, Springfield hosts Gallatin, and at 6.30, Blackman at Shelbyville, Lincoln County at Spring Hill, Columbia Central under the lights will welcome Franklin County. And at 7, primetime softball tonight, Marshall County at Lawrence County. And at the Gulf Shores Classic down in Alabama, a 2 p.m. should be underway. It is Columbia Academy and Cherokee County, I'm assuming from Alabama. Yes. Uh, boys soccer today, 5.30, first touch, Lebanon at Watertown, 6 o'clock, Richland at Zion Christian, East Robertson hosting Portland, Jackson County at Westmoreland, Spring Hill versus Lincoln County. College baseball today, Division One, Austin P at Belmont. No, no, no that no, is – uh, Sorry, delete all of that. Delete all that. Are we done? Nobody's playing baseball, college baseball today or softball for that matter. Okay, NCAA women's basketball, MTSU yes. is at Toledo. Six o'clock tonight on ESPN three. This is the round of the Elite Eight of the WNIT, and in the association, it is the Grizzlies hosting Steph Curry and the Warriors tonight on Beale Street, which on NBA TV, which means this nationally televised. It is nationally televised, and that will do it for your Monday rundown. Brought to you by Zion Christian Academy. We did it. Got it under the bell, too. Well done. <laughs> let's uh, let's take a break. Our first break of the day, and we I'm, will get... I'm sure JP could use one. I'm sure he could. Break, what? And we will talk to Charles Pulliam on the other side because, well, he's Charles Pulliam, and if there's anything we don't know, he does. 
And he's just back from the Alaskan State Basketball Championships. There you go. Where he was on the call as he normally is. So that's always fun, too. So we'll talk to him because, well, he's been everywhere, right? So come back with us on Main Street Sports today on this Reaction Monday. We'll get to reactions right after this. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck, yes. That'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Welcome back in to Reaction Monday here on Main Street Sports Today. Chris Young, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant with you here. And, oh, what a fantastic weekend it was in the world of sports. We'll get to all of the things that have happened, but including yesterday when the debut of the Girls Flag Football League took place. Three different sites across the county of Williamson. Mo was at Fairview, and I guess is Charles was at Nolansville. Is that the other one? Nolansville was one. Oh, so Franklin Char- was another one. Gotcha. But Charles was at Fairview as well. Oh, Charles, you were at Fairview. Man, <laughs> yeah, you I'm had to hang out with Mo. Well, you know, he tends to hang on. You know, I'm I'm more of the soccer side of things, so I don't want the sun in my face. He's trying to soak up the sun because you know he gets pretty cold out there. <laughs> There's no. There doubt. he goes. <laughs> There's there no doubt, man. <laughs> Mr. Alaska himself. He was well out there. Well done, Charles. Yeah, well done, buddy. He, he was out there in shorts yesterday. Um, well, I mean, we're we're in March. It's shorts weather, guys. We're in Tennessee. Come on now. Charles, um, as Chris said, we, we, we were both at the girls flag football league debut. Um, what was your one takeaway from yesterday? Oh, I think it was, there was 
a lot of takeaways from it, but really it was the conversation with Chris Hughes afterwards that really stood out because, you know, Chris has been a vocal supporter and you name it. He's the, the Tom Brady of, of flag football in itself. And seeing him get to coach girls on his home field, I mean, that was that was just special. And then obviously, you know, I know you and I were kind of joking with him a little bit because his wife Stephanie is an assistant. And Stephanie's played on a lot of the co-ed teams for Chris uh, over the years, too. So just seeing those two working and sharing their passion for, for flag, um, that's pretty cool. And then uh, on top of that, getting to see some of the athletes we've been seeing in all these other sports come together, um, that's just kind of cool. I think, the, I guess, ultimately, seeing athletes from different aspects, you got your soccer players, you got your, you know, soccer players, you got cheerleaders all mixing together in one, one sport and one team. Um, that's, that's just kind of neat. I enjoyed seeing that. And uh, I think it's going to be entertaining Sundays for a while here. I don't know if you noticed it or I don't know if I'm overplaying it, but it felt like to me, Charles, that as the games went, those young ladies got a lot more confident in what they were doing. I think that was uh, that's definitely a given there. I mean, and that's, that kind of showed in that last game we got to see was uh, that was Summit and Fairview at the end there, right? Or was it Independence mm-hmm. and Fairview? No, it was Summit um, Fairview. But <laughs> Starts yeah, to run together after a while. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, that third game, it was it was just a good matchup. You know, nobody could score for a long time there. And big plays happening, but nobody could actually get into the end zone because I think people were starting to figure stuff out. And I know all those coaches are going back, and now practice has got to be entertaining because they actually have things to work on. Because it's like now when we're out there on Sunday, this is what we did. This is what we got to work on. This is why this didn't work. I think um, – it's just going to get exponentially better and more flowing, you name it, everything from officials to coaching to players just knowing what they're doing a little better. And we saw that in a matter of a couple hours. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Out at Fairview yesterday, um, Fairview defeated Independence 19-6. Independence defeated Summit 7-6 in overtime as Chase Bethman scored the game winning point in overtime it's it's a um there there's a lot of as you could imagine a lot of different things in flag football and one of them is in overtime overtime is a one play possession where you can get one point yep. if you score from the three yard line or two points if you score from the 10 yard line independence chose to go on defense first stopped summit from the three and then they ran their play from the three. Bethman lined up at quarterback and swept around the left side for for three yards and the win. And then um, <laughs> Fairview finally scored to defeat Summit six to nothing. So um, defensive struggle there in that last ball game. But but again, um, lots of lots of big plays over the course of the day. Not all of them resulted in touchdowns. One of the biggest was in that final game, Lily, Lily Drissel for summit coming up with a red zone interception and nearly taken at the length of the field before, um, getting her flag snatched, um, at around the 25 yard uh, line. Yeah. Summer Anderson, Mm -hmm. one of the standouts of the day for Fairview 
pulled like a DK Metcalf move where she diagonaled, you know, 60 yards and found a way to catch up. I mean, I thought that was a, a pick six for sure. And nope, the girl who threw it found a way to cut across and get her just beyond or just before the <laughs> the touchdown there. That was that was one of those plays. That's actually, I'm working on a video right now where I'm trying to do uh, maybe a top five plays from each game right now. I don't, it's just, you know, it's new for me to cover a new sport. So I'm trying to approach it a little differently and, and, you know, being there and taking some video and taking a lot of photos, things like that. I think doing more of a, a highlight style thing might be good <laughs> to get things going anyway. So, you know, cause I'm still learning and figuring stuff out there too. Cause, uh, you know, you're on a, what, an 80 yard field, everything's kind of condensed a little more. Um, there's a lot of rules to be, uh, to be figured out still on my end too. <laughs> oh, no question. Nobody does it better than Charles Pulliam of the Williamson Herald with us here on main street sports today. And I look forward to that highlight package because, um, it, there were plenty of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that was the thing. And you know, as, as they got comfortable, as you said there, I think that was the, the great takeaway is seeing, you know, from that first game and even the girls getting to watch that first game, um, you know, the, it's just a better confidence feel out there. I think one of the things that uh, is kind of interesting looking across and seeing how, how you know, all these teams within Williamson County have had so many girls come out, um, you know, it's still a seven-on-seven setup out there. And, you know, there's figuring out who you're going to have out on the field consistently and, and knowing that you still have 25 other girls ready to go. I mean, that's uh, – that's the coaching side of things where I think it'll be kind of entertaining to see how everyone gets to go. But, uh, you know, going back to media day, we were talking with Emily Crowell of the TWSAA, Josh Corey of the Tennessee Titans, same kind of thing about how when you get started, I mean, eventually you could have those JVs, those C teams, all that can get set up, but it's a matter of figuring things out still. And we're in that figuring out stage. That's for sure. <laughs> Charles, did you notice anything specific about you know the the level of play from maybe Fairview versus other teams because Chris Hughes does have that background we all know about it I mean it's it it certainly seems that while some teams are still figuring it out Chris just has to kind of put that in his girls ears And, and and I guess it was Independence who said that they played a lot of zone Mm-hmm. you know and Fairview's playing zone defense in in flag football and that's that's got to be something that you weren't expecting <laughs> if you were other teams so that gives them a little bit of a leg up right mm-hmm. oh I think so and that was you know seeing some of the switches and everything and you know it's just with what Chris was saying it's almost like a timing thing for them because his girls are just so empty to do something you know even they were trying to snap the ball when nobody's in any kind of set or anything like that. So, you know, everyone's still learning there. But in terms of, of how he was able to, I think, teach over these last couple of weeks and just a, a handful of practices they've been able to do, um, you know, he's the one that's been doing it for, you know, more than three decades, I want to say, here. So he's got it down, and he's got some players in that. I know Summer uh, Anderson was one of the girls who jumped at me, Lillian, uh Let's see, McElroy was mm-hmm. another girl. I mean, he's got some studs out there. And then, of course, there's other girls. Uh, Riley Dillingham played a lot of basketball as well. And she's kind of like a Sydney Wright for Summit where she could do a lot of big things there and just kind of hold a line in a way. If you come at her, she's going to you know, get that flag as well. But 
some speed there. I think McElroy's a kind of player that, uh, you know, Chris actually talked about when I, when I interviewed him, he was kind of like, you know, I think if we put some pads on her, you probably wouldn't tell if we were running drills, you know, if she tucks away her ponytail, she's just one of the guys out there. She's, she's eager to, to play. She's an athlete. She plays a uh, goalie for the, uh, the girls soccer team as well. And at the same time we watched her, uh, Accidentally run over a couple girls out there too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely accidentally. Accidentally. Yeah. Accidentally on purpose. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, you try to stay away from some of that contact in a way, but I think there's a couple girls we've seen. Um, and you know, looking on the other side, I know uh, at Ravenwood, Kaylin Thomas, the uh, you know, returning state champion here, the senior. She plays rugby. She's uh, on track and field. She's doing three sports right now. She's, She's another one of those girls where it's like, oh, whoa, didn't mean to run you over, but, you know, if you're in my way, I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> also a state girls wrestling champion, Kaylin Thomas. So, yeah. Oh, I know. So yeah. contact, but not a big deal. <laughs> She's looking no, for No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, you look around and seeing around the county, it's, uh, uh, I have to find a way to probably see that Ravenwood team play right away because they seem like um, – some of the, the favorites here early on. They're putting up a lot of points there. Coach Will Hester, Jessica Mancini. Um, they have some athletes out there, some studs. A lot of D1 athletes. Sarah Kate Rath, she's going to play soccer at Cincinnati. Allie Brown's going to play soccer at Tennessee. We just talked about Kaylin Thomas, a three-sport athlete who is all about the physicality. I mean, and then, you know, Sarah Kate Rath and Kennedy Riggs actually split, split time at quarterback. They combined for eight touchdowns in that first game against Nolansville in a big blowout. So uh, that's uh, that seems like the team right there. But uh, you know, I, the Fairview girls were fun to watch. We saw some great things from Summit. I think I, I really liked a lot of their defensive side of things, and they have a solid quarterback there too. So um, there's there's gonna be some fun fun games in the in the future here for sure. Out at Nolansville, as Charles mentioned, Ravenwood defeated the host Lady Knights 48-0 and defeated Brentwood 40-6 in the other game out there. Brentwood scored on the final play of the game and got the conversion for a 27-26 win over Nolansville. At Franklin, the Lady Admirals defeated Centennial 13-7. It was Page 19, Centennial 14, and Franklin with the 18-6 win over Page. So, Fairview... Franklin and Ravenwood are each two and O independence page and Brentwood are one and one. And then mm-hmm. summit centennial and Nolansville are one two going into next week's schedule. And, um, we have that schedule up on the website at mainstreetmurray.com. If you want to check that out along with our coverage of yesterday, um, Charles, where do you think you're going to be posting up this week, or are you going to be posting up this week? Well, that's the thing, kind of looking around. I mean, if, if I'm going somewhere, I think uh, for girls play football, it'd probably be at that Ravenwood setup because mm-hmm. then you get to see Franklin and Ravenwood go head-to-head. And, uh, you know, it's Franklin, Indy, and Ravenwood mm-hmm. at Ravenwood. And, you know, to see the two 2-0 two no teams kind of go out, it would be kind of interesting. Um, also kind of want to see Donnie Webb back out on the sidelines there as well. He's got a daughter who's playing and actually scored a touchdown yesterday. So it'll be kind of cool to see the Webb family set up out there. And, um, you know, lots of lots of great, great girls on both sides there that have been covering in all these different sports for so long. Uh, I know Charlotte Robertson's a big standout there. Um, Emma Nihil, you know, there's 
just a lot of girls that have been following in all these different sports and now they're all playing on one team and it's just it's just a lot of fun to kind of watch no question there charles uh welcome back to tennessee after your trip to alaska for the basketball championships glad to have you back here it's always hmm. always fun when you are here in town but i know you enjoy your time up in alaska and getting to be on the call for those championship games that's all it's always fun huh well, that's the thing, you know, I, I ended up, uh, you know, I wasn't able to be there with my dad and, uh, we're, we're planning for a couple tournaments next year, actually, but I was, uh, actively, you know, managing our social media and, uh, it was, it's kind of weird cause I didn't get to go, uh, I was going to go do some, some freelance stuff over, uh, for the boys state tournament here locally as well. But instead I, I was able to take it a little easy there for a couple of days, which is hmm. nice, but. Missing out on actually covering in Alaska was was pretty challenging, but I know my dad and I are trying to figure out how we could manage to make sure to be up there and, and give the best we can for all the the small rural schools in Alaska next year. But uh, I was, uh, yeah, I, I there know, are small know rural schools sports, in Alaska. Know a lot of stats, man. <laughs> <laughs> was unaware. Yeah, yeah, it fits a little differently there, huh? <laughs> yeah, there was uh, at the state tournament. There were two five uh, five person teams up there. Put it that way. Sheesh! Oh my goodness! And remember, this is the the one A state tournament. The small schools up there. It's a sixteen team double elimination tournament. <laughs> double elimination. Sixteen team double elimination. Uh, oh goodness! It, Does that it's take a monster guys? So that team two coming weeks. out of the losers bracket. Well, I mean, yeah. Heck, even if yeah. you win all your games, that's got to be tough. <laughs> you, you're playing multiple games over uh, uh, about five days there so yeah it it is massive but it's a lot of fun and uh, uh one of my the high school i actually graduated from the nilsic high school um played up a level in 2a and won the state championship so a shout out to the wolverines up there and um some close friends of the coaches there so need to see the, the nilsic boys win another state title and uh a little different because uh, you know they they were made up of almost a couple of surrounding communities, so some of our rival schools were actually a part of that team. So <laughs> it it was a little different. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. Charles Pulliam of the Williamson Herald with us here on Main Street Sports today. Charles, as always, appreciate your time and your input, and look forward to hanging out again sometime. We'll, we'll be around, man. There's a lot happening here. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to be doing here for uh, this next setup. I think I'm going to go hang out at the softball out of Summit tomorrow and maybe check the baseball game out at Independence. You know, there's, there's a lot happening. <laughs> Never a dull moment when you're Charles Pulley. Never. Not once. Never. Charles, thanks, man. We appreciate it. Thanks a lot, guys. We'll see you around. When we come back, we will talk about uh, some more ba- some basketball that you got to see over the weekend and uh governor lee has some thoughts on a, not about basketball on a stadium well, for maybe, the maybe basketball maybe, maybe. <laughs> so we'll be right back on main street sports today right after this
Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Better way to start your morning every weekday with all the latest news from around Middle Tennessee with Big Joe Dubin. Join Big Joe and Justin, affectionately called the intern, each weekday at 7 a.m. for the most up-to-date news and more from around the entire mid-state. It's mornings on Main Street. Big Joe Dubin, 7 a.m. on all Main Street social media platforms. Mo, until April 1st, well, till March 31st, there isn't, you know, guaranteed to be something on this day in Braves history, but there is something today. Go figure. Today is March 28th. Today is March 28th. And there is there. It's, it's not really Braves history. It's actually just Braves legend history, Okay, but it's, it's. Four days shy of his 47th birthday. Phil Necro's 24 year hall of fame career ended when the Yankees placed him on waivers at the end of spring training. Wow. Yep. So. Wow. I didn't real. I, I did not re- remember that being the way it ended for Negro with him getting released out of spring training. That's it's kind of unfortunate. Yeah. You kind of want to go out on your terms if you're a hall of famer, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's it is what it is. But so in why do you release a knuckleballer? Uh, what? I don't know. Hmm. It's a great question. Yeah. Um. Starting Thursday, we can do this daily. So, if you if you would like to to rekindle the the flame, I'll, of, I'll have to um, start working those various avenues that we were working to come up with that info because I found one at the beginning of the year and then it became a little unreliable as the year went. Right. So um, I was kind of left to my own devices on some things. And if you would like to sponsor this day in Braves history here on Main Street Sports today, you know, if you're a Braves fan and you'd like to get a little exposure, get at us. 
we can be reached. That's right. It's, it's real easy. Just it, it really is. <laughs> tweet, yeah. email, call. Call yeah. us, beep us if you want to reach us. Kim Possible. <laughs> anyway, let's yeah. uh let, let, let's go backwards in time from Sunday to Saturday as you were out in Lebanon, right? I was. For the BCAT All-Star Games. And obviously getting to see high school basketball players of that caliber uh, playing against one another is essentially getting a chance to, you know, to see what college basketball is going to look like over the next few years for local products and seemed to be a pretty good day. Let me tell you something. Malik Dia from Answorth is the real deal. Scored 40 in Middle Tennessee's uh, 72-71 win over West Tennessee. And then I think he scored 23 slacker in the second game, an 85-84 loss to the East. And then, dude, and Paxton Davidson from Green Hill both went and played in a public-private high school all-star game Saturday night down in Nashville. Dang. Yeah. Can never play too much hoops. I, I guess. guess not. I guess not. But, you know, when you're having, like I said, the kind of day that Dia was having, I, I guess you want to keep playing. There's that. Yeah. Uh, especially when folks are, which, I mean, obviously he's not going to worry about his future. But no, no, no. But, um, you know, it's kind of like a um, text exchange I was having with Columbia Central coach Nick Campbell later on. I mean, it, you, you kind of saw what an SEC signee looks like at the high school level. Which is, it's it's important, especially for, you know, folks who are watching. And we're reporting on it, but we're also, I mean, this is kind of an opinion show. So we we certainly give our opinions on the level of play from certain athletes and it's mm -hmm. it's important to know what it looks like mm -hmm. at the high school level yeah. not just seeing it where everybody looks like that you know at the SEC level you you need to see them and how how dominant they really are mm -hmm. or can be or can be at that level mm -hmm. yeah and it was almost like he could he could score whenever he wanted to and you know down around the basket in the paint that kind of thing he's a good sized kid um, strong kid, but then when he takes you out behind the arc and knocks down like three in a row, like he did at one point as well, it's like, whoa, okay, he's he's kind of the total package, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he does at Vanderbilt. That was the first time I'd had a chance to see him. Um, of local interest, obviously, local to the Columbia slash Murray County area, um. Q Martin scored nine points in the first game, 10 in the second, and um, kind of showing why Columbia State has made him an offer that he has accepted. And, you know, great opportunity for him to go play for Winston Neal, but at the same time, you got to wonder what some of these four-year programs are thinking. As good as we thought the Columbia State program was over the last couple of years, and they've been really good, they got three 
really good basketball players just from the southern middle Tennessee mm-hmm. area. Within about, with less, uh, right around an hour, I guess, depending on how long it takes you to get to Loretta, because Tobias Sermones has committed. Um, Bubba Perkins has committed. They got some length. They got some guys that, you know, even for their height, can can step away from the basket. I mean, Bubba Perkins played primarily the two, I guess, for Nick Campbell in the Lions this year. Um, Sermones is very effective around the rim, but he can also step away. Um, so, again, looking forward to seeing what those three guys and who else joins the Chargers for the upcoming season, what they get done this time around. I mean, I think – Coach Neal has kind of elevated that that program to another level. They expect to play for, you know, conference championships and trips to Hutch. They they actually won that conference tournament back in 2020 and were un, unable to go because of the COVID outbreak and have fallen short this last couple of years since. But they are in that mix in the TCCAA of teams that expect to play for Hutchison on a year-to-year basis. Yeah, absolutely. So let's uh, let's hope that that continues. And again, on the girls' side, Carly Weathers also played really well. Oh, yeah. And uh, no, no, su- no surprise there. Yeah, yeah. She's the SEC signing. Mm-hmm. I mean, so there you go. But uh, all right, let's take a quick break and come back. We'll do halftime and then the second half where we'll talk March Madness, college baseball. We'll talk with Joe Rexrode and get our 30-second takes. So stick around on Main Street Sports today after this. <laughs> 